0: Opera star Patricia Russett is a true legend, and she has some advice for young performers whose careers have been disrupted by the pandemic, which she shared with us on St. Louis on the Air.
1: I mean, as well as some of the, uh, some people that are in their primes and are just having just this amazing career for that to stop right now as well. I mean, it's just been a, a unanimous hardship, I think, for everyone involved in the arts.
0: What what advice do you give to young performers who are struggling with that that abrupt halt?
1: That abrupt halt. Learn a language. Hmm. Learn some roles that you really want, you feel like are appropriate for you. Continue to take this time and hone your craft.
0: I'm Sarah Fenske. This is St. Louis on the Air. Opera, it's safe to say, doesn't always lend itself to Zoom. It's so big, big in sound, big in emotion. Our new world of hanging out on small screen feels so quotidian compared to its grand passion. So what's an opera lover to do? Well, how about catching a moonlit concert featuring some rising stars singing some of opera's greatest hits? If that's your cup of tea, we have just the concert for you. It was produced by the Nine Network, and it premieres tonight. It's called Songs for St. Louis, a concert in the commons. And here to discuss it with us is Patricia Rossette. She is Opera Theater's Artistic Director of Young Artist Programs. So, Pat, welcome to the show. Thank you. Nice to be here. So your singers often perform at the Loretto Hilton Center and sometimes restaurants and banquet halls for the preseason opera tastings. What led opera theater to mount this audience-free concert on the public media commons?
1: Well, I think, uh, the, uh, the, the plan every, every year is to have a huge gala in the fall. And for obvious reasons, we could not do that. And so, uh, uh, OTSL and Channel 9 got together and they were able to um, come up with this what I think is a wonderful plan um, to to still have a live performance albeit captured by video um, and and sort of share the art form, keep the art alive, keep keep the interest and the, the passion for this art form alive so I, th- I think it was a wonderful idea and we all had a really a terrific time, I have to say.
0: So I got a little sneak peek at this, and it it did turn out great. Um, I was was very intrigued by the idea that you filmed it at night. It seems like something where the (laughs) default would have been, like, yeah, let's have this in broad daylight. What made you go for that evening look? Well,
1: I mean, while that wasn't my decision, you know, let 's face it most most of the time an opera performance is in the evening, but you have the added benefit of beautiful lighting and able to add sort of a visual nuance that's so so wonderful and appreciated so um, that I think that was part of the thinking um, it, and it was also um, you know I think they closed a few of the streets around the area I think there were there was just some very Um, Some logistic reasons that that they had that they had to make that choice, and you know, I I, kudos to the three young artists who participated because you know we started I think around nine ish, and went till just a little after midnight, and um, you know it started getting cold and everything, but they they were really they were they were troopers and they were just so hungry to. To perform, And while there wasn't an audience there screaming and hollering, bravo, brava, um, there, there, there was the whole crew there. So there was an essence, an element of live performance that was maintained. And I think, um, you know, it, it fed all of us.
0: So it got that excitement that you get when you're performing in front of somebody that you can't necessarily get when you're recording from your broom closet. Exactly. And you'd you'd be shocked at how many uh, broom
1: closet recordings I've seen as of late. But yes, that's correct. That's, that's absolutely correct. And you know, it's it's it's. I mean, something even as simple as is when, when you're practicing. As soon as there's a, a, another person in the room, there is some element of you, if you are a performer, that starts to perform. So um, even better when there's a crew. I don't know what was there like twenty people. Um,
0: yeah, that counts um, was, as an audience these days, right? <laughs>
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly.
0: So there are three young performers in this concert. They are all so good. And I'm hoping you can tell us a little bit about um, Angel Riley, because I understand she is actually one of our Native daughters. We, we can claim her as our own. Um, what, what's her story? She's from Belleville?
1: Yes, she is from Belleville. Um, I'm, to my knowledge, I think she still is living there. Um, <clears throat> but she she went through the um, this was before my time as artistic director for the Young Artist Program. But she went through the artist in training uh, with OTSL. I think that's something that happens like when they're in high school. So hmm. um, so she, she's she's already had an affiliation with OTSL, and and so it was it was wonderful to to um, you know accept her into the program and um, and and then then obviously have her be part of this, performance. You know, we couldn't have everyone do it, obviously, for again, for obvious reasons. But it, it, it was it was great that she could be part of that evening for us.
0: Well, I want to play an excerpt of her singing. This is just this is such a beautiful song. And her voice is so beautiful. This is some Puccini. We, we can always use some Puccini. This is O mio babino caro that translates to Oh, My Dear Papa. Can you uh, set the context for us of, of what leads to this song here?
1: Oh, well, it's in the the piece, John Nischiki, um her father, is saying, no, 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 you may not um, marry um, him. No, I say no, I say no. And she just does what every young girl has the possibility of doing to their daddy and wraps him. Firmly around her pinky um, in this piece, with with you know, sort of coaxing him and begging him and being over the top melodramatic. I'm going to throw myself into the river if you don't, you know, all the, all the all, all the all the trappings
0: well, well, of that kind the, of situation. That's a perfect setup for this. Let's hear the Puccini <laughs> version of of Angel Riley uh, doing just that. That is Angel Riley, as featured in Songs for St. Louis, a concert in the Commons. Uh, that premieres on the Nine Network tonight at 7 p.m. You can also catch future performances on November 22nd and November 26th. We have all the information for that on our website. That's stlpublicradio.org. And my guest today is Patricia Rossette. Uh, she is Opera Theater's Artistic Director of Young Artist Programs, herself an opera star um, who knows exactly what she's talking about here. And, and Pat, one of the things I wanted to ask you about here, it must be hard for these young performers, somebody like Angel who's just sort of coming into her own and and ready to take on these big parts, and then everything comes to a halt. Has that been really hard for for the young performers that you work with?
1: It really has, and and it affects people to varying degrees, but it's really been difficult. Because just imagine, you know, you spend, this is a a lifelong uh, uh, endeavor of training. I mean, it's a virtuosic art form that needs constant, constant polishing. Um, and so you spend quite a few years, even in your at the beginning of your career, you spend quite a few years preparing, going to university or conservatory, and you know, and, and some of these young training programs, and just waiting for that moment to take launch, you know, to just take take flight, and and then for this to have all been stopped. That, that it's it's been it's been rough. I mean, it's been rough for everyone, uh, mm-hmm. for varying degrees. But I uh, my heart really goes out to those who are. Who are just really at the beginning, and, and you know, I mean, it, 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 as well as some of the uh, some people that are in their primes and are just having just this amazing career for that to stop right now as well. I mean, it's just been a, a unanimous hardship, I think, for everyone involved in the arts.
0: What what advice do you give to young performers who are struggling with that that abrupt halt?
1: That abrupt. Halt. Learn a language. Hmm. Learn some roles that you really want, you feel like are appropriate for you. Continue to take this time and hone your craft. Because if you really look at what is involved, all of your time can be very well occupied.
0: Make hmm. no mistake. So, this is a time for learning, <laughs> even if it can't be a time for performing.
1: Absolutely, and you know we're we're all seeing so much uh, virtual performances that are that are happening, and, and virtual lessons and virtual masterclasses. And <clears throat> while there are downfalls to that, it still it keeps it keeps us all involved, and I think that that is important too. But just just take this time, because oftentimes when you're having a successful career, you're just scrambling for the time to do. Uh, all the preparation because, you know, you have to understand, you don't show up at the job, as it were, and then start to learn the role or start to learn, you know, that, that concert. You have already done that. That has to have already happened. Um, I, I, call, I call it unpaid employment <laughs> <laughs> because you, <laughs> you, have, you, have, you have to have all that preparation and it takes a while. I used to give myself anywhere from nine months to a year to learn a role. So if you have four new roles coming up, you have to be organized in in doing that. So now that we have this sort of vacancy in terms of, uh, of, of actual engagements, Take this time and learn these roles. It'll only set you ahead when things
0: start opening back up. Hmm. That's some great advice, even for those of us who can't sing a note. So I'm, I'm making a note of that myself. <laughs> and going back to this concert, Songs for St. Louis, um, I know it's not all opera. There's also some, some uh, tunes from Broadway shows in here. Can you give yeah. our listeners some of the highlights from your perspective, what they might want to listen for? Well,
1: well, I just loved uh, Christopher Humbert saying this piece uh, called Make Them Hear You from Ragtime which I just, I just got goosebumps just now even remembering it. It's just so powerful and it's so incredibly relevant and applicable right now. So when you hear that, you'll you'll understand that. I mean, Some Enchanted Evening, mm-hmm. if ever I would leave you. Um, there's this wonderful piece from the student prince called Beloved. So there's something for, I think there's something for everyone in this concert. There's the, 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 the good old you know, highlights from from opera that you'll likely recognize, and and some of these other, um, like I call, cross-genre pieces. So I think, I think, uh it's, I think it's a well-balanced concert in that regard.
0: It does seem very accessible. There's somewhere you might hear it, even if you're not an opera fan, you'll go, I know that piece. Oh, I love that piece. You're getting to hear it. And then there's maybe some new things you can be introduced to. It seems exactly. like you, you sort of put this together so it works for the super fan and it also works for somebody who might not even realize how much they like opera. <laughs> the
1: super fan. I don't know that I,
0: I was... A, that's. I like that, the super fan. <laughs> Calling like, all super fans. <laughs> well, yeah, super Superfans, we do want to encourage you. This show, you are going to love this show. Um, and this, again, this is on tonight at 7 p.m. It's on the Nine Network. And uh, Patricia Rossette, I want to thank you so much for joining us today and, and sharing your expertise.
1: Absolutely. It's my pleasure, and I hope everyone enjoys the concert thoroughly.
0: And Patricia, again, is the Artistic Director of Young Artist Programs for Opera Theatre of St. Louis. Um, If you want more information about when that's airing, see uh, stlpublicradio.org for more details. And I do want to go out of the show with um, a wonderful selection, again, from the Songs for St. Louis concert. This is Nessun Dorma. This is another great Puccini song. This one is from the show Turandot, and this is performed at Songs for St. Louis by a young singer named Ganson
1: Salmon.